So I titled tonight, You Can't Walk in That If You Haven't Mastered This. You can't walk in that if you haven't mastered this. Mastered what, you might say. What do you mean you can't walk in what if you haven't mastered what? Well, hang on. Get your Bibles ready and get something to write with because you're, you're about ready to find out. Because the glory and the supernatural realm and signs and wonders of a lifestyle is reserved for the ones that have been transformed from death to life. From death to life. Say, I've gone from death to life. I'm a carrier of his glory. And I'm going to learn how to release kingdom dynamics here on earth. Because that's who God says I am. He's deposited the fullness of the Holy Spirit within me. So therefore, I am a kingdom carrier. And I'm going to walk in supernatural dynamics. An outpouring of the Lord through me. But I've got to learn how to do this before I walk in that. Unfold, yeah, we're going to unfold this. So we live to bring glory to our Lord Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us. Say, God's with me. And I live to give him glory. Okay, I believe some of you meant that. And I believe some of you were like, wait, where are we at? Where are we turning pages? Okay, God, I live to give God glory. Oh, that was much better. Turn your Bibles to John chapter 12. Let's go to John chapter 12. I'm telling you. Do you know the power that you just got done seeing? Amen. What kind of power is that? It's Holy Ghost power. And Holy Ghost power is available for you. Amen. When you've learned how to go from death to? Life. From death to? Life. How do we go from death to? Life. But through the power of the Spirit. Alright, so John 12, 32. The word says in John 12, uh, 32, he said, And if I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all people to myself. Say, the Lord said, the Lord If I am lifted up from earth, I will draw all people to myself. Uh, Jesus was lifted up in bodily form at the resurrection. And by the Holy Spirit, he is drawing all people into himself. Is that not true? By the Holy Spirit, by the power of the Holy Spirit, he's still drawing all people unto him. So who is being lifted up in your life is the question. Because if Jesus is lifted up, if Jesus is lifted up, then he will draw all people unto himself. But if you are lifted up, then you're going to draw all people unto yourself. We are not of those that are going to lift ourselves up. Amen. Number one, if you're going to walk in a supernatural dynamic where the power of God's glory flows through your life, it's got to be zero you, Amen. none of you. And you're living to give God all the glory. Amen. Fully. Fully lifting him up, right? So that all people are drawn unto who? Yeah. To Jesus. And you know, the word says only what is done for the kingdom is going to last. Only what is done for the kingdom. So a true new birth will not elevate you. It's not going to elevate you. It will glorify and it will elevate and it will honor him. Say, I want to learn to live a life that honors him. I want to learn to live a life that honors him. So it, the birthing is made powerful through death. And the birthing is even made possible through death. See, next week we're going to be celebrating the birth of Christ. Right? Christmas, next week. 
And we know that Jesus, being fully God, right, that he always existed. Jesus wasn't literally, like, that wasn't the, the first, that was when he came to earth in the bodily form, but he always existed because he is God. He was with God in the beginning. So he just came to earth, a gift from God to us, right? To come against the powers of darkness, to give us, to, to equip us and to leave us the Holy Spirit so that we could walk in not just what he walked in, but in greater things. Amen? Right? Amen? So... We know Jesus, being fully God, always existed. But as a manifested presence in human form, he came to this world, born in a manger, born in a manger to fulfill his assignment so that life could come as a result of death. Let me tell you something. When we talk about life that results from death, see, this is one of the best messages to change your life if you have ears to hear. Honestly, it's one of the best messages you're going to be able to hear if you have ears to hear to change your life. Because you were not created to walk beneath what God has actually made available for you. Each and every one of you. None of us. We, we've all been made in the image and in the likeness of God. Believers have been made in the image and in the likeness of God. And he's given us all authority. He's given us all power to actually use the name of Jesus and to walk a supernatural lifestyle supernatural so how many say i want to sign up for that I, I, that's what i want i want to see people on my watch be healed there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to i want to see people on my watch walk in the glory because what i carry electrifies them come on there's no reason why you can't walk in that is that not true i want to see people's heart turn to god because the love that he he has put in me, has so transformed me, so therefore now the love that exudes from me is actually transforming their very lives and they feel it, they get it, and they go, wow, something's different about you. Wow, what is it? And you point to who? Jesus, Jesus, the lover of our soul. And what happens is you're just lovesick for him. And that is contagious, contagious Christianity. And you know, every time you come, and every time we just lift our hands up to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and every time you say, oh, Holy Spirit, oh, fill me up. Holy Spirit, do what only you can do. He touches your life. He increases your ability to see him, to feel him, and to walk in his word. Every time. It's like there's an increase. Every time. How many in this room would testify to that? Like they see their life going from glory to glory and from strength to strength. That is what the word says. But I see many hands just testifying that, my God, my God, my God, you're doing something within me. And I know I'm different. I know I'm changing. It's the power of God. But you're making yourself available. And that's, that's key. You're saying, none of me, Lord, kill this flesh. I, I want to die to myself because I cannot live unless I first die. Once we die, then we actually truly live. You know what? It wasn't really just that one time when you said, Jesus, come into my heart. You know, be my Lord and Savior. And you gave that prayer. Praise God. There was a beginning. There was a beginning point, whether you verbalized it or whether it was something that it was supernatural, God came in and you knew you got saved. You knew things were different from that moment on. But that's not where we stop. That's not where this ends. The life of dying to live continues daily. Amen. 
Because God has always taken us deeper for those that have a heart, for those that want to go into the Holy of Holies, for those that are so desiring His glorious presence. And there's a price for the anointing. There is a price to live and to walk in the Holy of Holies. We know that the Holy of Holies now resides on the inside of us because Christ with us, within us, the hope of glory. But God's glory is also external. God wants to shower and pour out such a glorious presence that everyone in the room feels it. And we, do we not just testify? Did, can we not just all feel God's tangible presence? And it was glorious, right? And so this is what my, what, what I believe God has spoken so many times to me is, is that what is our focus here? What is the direction that God has, has, what does he have for house of glory? What is the focus and what is the direction for house of glory? Which means all of you, which means you that are here tonight. Which, which, which means others that maybe are not here tonight, but are also a part of this church, right? What God is saying is, I'm stirring up my bride. I'm stirring up my bride to live not in the flesh, but in the spirit. To say no to the things of the flesh. To say no to the things that bring that kind of death. But the things that bring death to what should never have been, so that life could be birthed from death. And then we fully live on fire in life in love. Amen? Amen. Oh, Jesus. So the only vision that will last, the only vision is the vision that's born out of death. This message, as I was writing this message out, the Lord said, you know, we, we're going to all, most people are going to start preparing for their, you know, their, let's see, our goals and our, our we're going to start casting vision. And I love all that. Habakkuk tells us, right? Write out your vision right? Make it plain on tablets. Good, important, and we should do it. We should continue to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to write visions and we're going to cast, we're going to cast visions and we're going to make goals and we're going to, you know, all these different things and all that is fine. All that is good. But the only vision that actually is going to last is the vision that's truly born out of death. In other words, when you get to the end of you and you say, Jesus, there's nothing of me left. And he says, good. Now get out of the way and let me actually direct your steps. And that's where you live. That's where you grow. That's now where you do life. You do life from that position. Amen. So I'm telling you, when, when we allow circumstances of our life to actually put us in a position where we realize, I can't do any of this. I can do nothing. That's right. Good job. Apart from Christ. But with Christ, you can do all things because he's strengthening you. And so sometimes that's a daily, moment by moment sometimes, uh, walking it out. So Jesus died so we could be born. We could, we're not, we wouldn't be here had God not given us his one and only son, right? right? Before the birthing, there must be a death. There are some things in our lives that we must let go of. So there may be something in your own life that you must let go of. It could be a relationship. It could be a situation, a circumstance. But I want you to ask God to search your heart even right now. It could just be a dying to self. Maybe there's something that you realize, you know, I want to press into what she's talking about, but I don't really know how to get there because I got all these things I got to do. And you're too busy and too distracted to actually let God do the greater work within you. No more living, shortchanging your life, guys. No more. Like if you want to really step into what I'm talking about, yes, there's a sacrifice and yes, there's a dying. But in dying, you gain, you gain and you live, right? And so when you live, you're going to live fully alive in him. Oh, there, the, God's, God's will for you is, is that all of heaven manifests through you. All. 
all of heaven. What's in heaven? His glory, his healing, his, his deliverance, his 24 seven face to face encounters with the King where there's glorious realms. It's like his shining light all about you. But see, this is what we carry. If we have the Holy Spirit and this is who he is, then why is our life maybe not where it could be? But see, but things are going to change because I'm, I'm getting hungrier for Jesus and I'm letting him. So I see so you're letting him come in, but you're going to have to let go. And so for some, it's letting go of a child, letting go of a heartache. When I mean a child, I mean a heartache. I mean a situation where you're trying to make the, the, the result be what you know it should be, but it isn't quite yet. Let it go. You pray, but let it go. If it's taking all of your attention and all of your energy, if it's causing you to lose your joy and to lose your focus, then let me tell you, it's causing you to not live a life that's actually dead and now alive to Christ. You're still stuck in the ways of, of man. You, and that's robbing you. It is robbing you from the fullness of what God has for you. But today we're going to turn this around and it's a choice. Just like salvation was a choice. This is a choice. Say it's a choice. It's a choice. And today I'm going to make the right choice. I'm done letting the enemy have his way in my life. I am done letting a circumstance dictate to me. I am going to go into this new year with a completely different perspective. And that is the fullness of your glory, Father, manifest through me. So therefore, because I'm going to give you glory through it. So therefore, Father, whatever in me needs to die, whatever in me needs to change, do it, Lord, do it. That's a serious prayer. Are you willing to pray that prayer? Because if you're willing to pray that prayer, then when the first thing that happens, don't negate the prayer. Don't go back and go, what is happening here? Like, this isn't right. Learn to die. Learn to live in love means learn to die and say, Lord, only through life, only through death will life be produced. That's what you did. And that's what you've required of me. So Lord, teach me how to take every single thing that comes my way, even when I don't like it and say, but oh, Lord, all for your glory, to see your lovely face, to be transformed, to read your word and to read the nuggets, the, the riches and the treasures in your word and to cause me to be alive and on fire on the inside, even in the midst of problems possible, absolutely possible. And when you've tasted and you've seen how good God is, that's why that's when you can go, woohoo, exactly. That's when you go, woohoo because you know what you've been there and you you've under and you've understood how good he is he never left he never leaves you alone he he never just leaves you in that pit and that mess he always picks you up and says okay let's do this let's do this together we just saying that i am not alone he is always with me. He goes before me. I am not alone. So it's not just a song that we sing. It's a reality that we get to live. So when that reality actually becomes reality to you, you become changed. When that reality becomes reality to you, not just head knowledge, but you really get it. That's when things really, really change. Hallelujah. 
But God's in the business of doing things over, huh? For us, he gives us opportunities. God of the second and third and the fourth, six chances. A righteous man falls seven times, but seven times you shall get back up. So if some of you feel, but I've fallen so many times. I don't, I know she's talking about kind of, sort of, but I don't think I can stop because you can all, all things. You can do all things through Christ. Yes, you can. And if you feel like this is too hard, I've tried so many times. Do I really need to do this again? Yes. Seven times you may have fallen. Seven times get back up. Get back up because the body of Christ needs we need every individual on fire that, that's what the church right that's what the church needs every individual walking in the fire and in the glory in the fire and in the glory will you be willing to be his outpouring will you be yeah see because I'm talking to the choir I know but we're, we are willing Lord we're so willing Lord to be your outpouring through us oh God do whatever you want to do here we are God we're in love with you Jesus hallelujah see I knew you guys were going to get this message but the thing is this the thing is this there is always more death dying to live again <laughs> there's always more you know we pray oh, we always sing more Lord I want more oh Jesus we want more and we're talking about his presence and his goodness and his glory and he's saying okay good good that's good but in order to get that we need to die a little more so as you die a little more in certain areas of your life as you learn to not retaliate as you learn to not as you learn to not slap that person when you when you're supposed to say I bless you anyway in your heart forget about the lip service I'm talking a bit in your heart where God sees anyways right where yeah I went there yeah I went there but see and when it's like when this is true like this is reality this is not and others will go aren't you mad you should be mad I'm, they're mad for you they're getting an offense for you and you're like I mean it was wrong and I get it but I bless them and I let him go only through the love of God right come on pastor VJ only through the love of God right faith we go you know what yeah, it was wrong. It was, absolutely. But there's something that breaks on the inside of you for the individual that actually hurts you, offended you, harmed you, betrayed you, whatever it might be, whatever it might be, right? That's true love. That's the love of God manifested. We can't make that up. That's something he has to do in us. But our job is to say, I surrender, Lord totally surrender and teach me how to surrender Lord teach me do you know that's one of the best parts Lord teach me how to surrender in this area because the flesh always wants to kick up but we're to live in the spirit that's a decision <clears throat> all right so glorify your name let's look at John 12 28 all of that was just for John 12 32 now we're on John 12 28 because you know why the Bible it speaks and the Bible can preach on and on and on. So 28, Jesus, he said, Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and I will glorify it again. I have, I have glorified it and I will glorify it again. The birth of Christ is so significant to us. Because we know the price that he paid for his, because of his death, right? We're, we're going to celebrate Christmas. We're so, oh, the baby in the manger, so beautiful, wonderful, glorious. But why? Because when we look at this glory, we look at the nativity, we, we sing songs, we sing Christmas carols, and we think about the birth of Christ. Why is it so wonderful? Why is it so glorious? Yeah, many, many reasons why. But ultimately, we know that this pure 
innocent, sweet child that grows into, right, an adult is Jesus, Lord of all, sinless, spotless, and willing to give his life for us. Why is the birth so spectacular? Because we know the death is so spectacular. We know that in his birth, he actually came so that he could die for us. It's not just about him being born, as great as that is, but when you go into this Christmas season, and, you, and you're so, you're celebrating, I tell my granddaughter, what, what is the meaning of Christmas? And she tells me, the birth, uh, it's Jesus' birthday. She tells me it's Jesus' birthday. That's right. It's Jesus' birthday. But we understand his birth was not just haphazard. His birth was unto future death so that we could actually be born and live for him. But before we're born, we must also die. Okay, it's, it's a circular, I get it, but you've got, are you following what I'm saying right now? Because that death is like a continuous death, but it's good. If you want to continue to flow in gifts, if you want to continue to flow in glory, if you want to continue to flow in God's supernatural, if you want to continue to flow in the revelation of the word, if you want to continue to grow and mature in your walk in Christ, then that death is going to be continuous. And it's good. Say it's good. I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. So, why do we freely receive his death for our life, but we stand in opposition to our death for the lives of others? So I'm going to say that again. Why do we freely receive his death for our life? Oh, we freely receive that, right? Jesus, thank you. You freely gave. I freely receive. I can't earn it. I freely receive. But why are we so quick and, and we get that? Thank God we get that. But why do we get that? We receive his, his, his death for our life. But sometimes we stand in opposition to our death for the lives of others. We must be willing to die for the lives of others. Oh, come on, somebody's got to get the aha here. Somebody, come on, the church needs to be mature. And, the, and, we're, and I believe God is maturing the church. I do. I believe God is maturing the church. And that's what is it's necessary. It's a must. So, you know, it's not only, this was not only given to Jesus, but it was given to us. Is the Father being glorified by your life? Amen. And we can ask him that. Say, Lord, in what area of my life are you not being glorified? Because I want to live 100% giving you glory. You know, Moses, when he came down off the mountain, he was beaming with the glory of God. You know, there's nothing new under the sun, right? And so that is also something possible today. That his radiance is so, so, so strong, so thick, that you are radiating his light and others would see it. How many of you believe that? Because you know, that's what I want. That, that's what I want. So I believe we all have room for growth. Every one of us do. But, but if our heart, this is the key. But if we want that, if we're saying, God, make me more desperate for you. God, make me more hungry for you. Lord, it's not about elevate me. Oh God, no. I want to be, I want to elevate you. Because the minute I'm elevated, I'm just going to go lower. Yeah. I want to elevate you. Yes, amen. We, got, we hear too much of the wrong gospel, church. Yes. We hear too much of the wrong gospel. It's this rah, rah, rah. Come on, up, up, up. Elevate, elevate. It's not, it, let me just tell you. If Jesus was right here, I, I, and he is, and he is, 
I believe he's saying, but I gave my whole life for you. Everything. You're to honor and glorify and lift up Jesus. Lift up Jesus. If I am lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. This was never about us. Does God bless? Of course he does. Of course does God promote. Of course he does. But always watch and guard your heart. Always make sure that what's within you is Father, I just want to give you glory. 100%. With everything within me. Never, ever, ever change from that position, from that stance, from that prayer. And if need be, you ask God to cultivate that within you because he will. He will. I am telling you, we see the supernatural in this church all the time. All the time. I'm in awe of what he does. It's not me. It's him. I don't take any credit. Are you kidding? I give him all glory and all honor. But do I expect him to move? Absolutely. Absolutely. Why do I expect him to move? Because I understand something. If you're willing to be completely undone, if you're willing to completely lay it all down, and that is a requirement, then when, what he is able to do is really flow through you. But then he gets all the glory. Because we could block that. We could stop that, right? But we're not going to. We're going to learn to be that let him flow. We're going to be conduits of his Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. So freely we have received, and therefore freely we should give out. Giving it out. Give out. Give out. Give out. Give out when it hurts. Give out. Give out. Give out. Give out when you're ridiculed. Give out. Give out when it's not fair. Who said life was fair anyway? It's not. But God is always good and God is always just. God is always good and God is always just. So only that which has been produced through death will have eternal value and heavenly substance. And I don't know about you, but what I want is that eternal value and that heavenly substance here on earth. So when you learn to walk dead to self but yet alive to Christ, you learn to walk in in glory, releasing heaven here on earth. It's, so, it's just it's what he wants for us. And you know, you were, you were made and created for his glory. How many would say, I was created for his glory. And I'm starting to understand that more and more and more. I'm starting, right? We're starting to understand that more and more and more. That the power of God in you is the power to rescue, to redeem, and to transform anyone that you walk by. Like literally. Anyone you walk by. When you're out and about, the power of God in you has the ability to transform, to save, to heal, and to deliver every single person you walk by. So what stops us? Our own thinking. What stops us? Our, our, our own thinking. I can't. Fear, concerns, heaviness, heavy-hearted, confusion, busyness, all of that. But when we keep the mind of Christ, when we say, wait a minute, Lord, you said, you know, God is not a man that he should lie. And if you said in your word that all authority, all power has been given unto me, then I need to be seeing that more often out there. True? True? So then, therefore, we need to have this discussion with the Lord and say, Lord, what's blocking my ability to really walk in the glory realm of God because I don't want to let anything block me from walking in the glory realm of God because God says it's possible, it's present, and it's available for his church. Amen. 
That's all of us in this room. So I, I'm a glo I say, I'm going to be a glory dispenser. I'm going to allow his glory to flow from the deep, deep wells. Glory to flow from the deep, deep wells that have been cultivated from death to life. That have been cultivated from death to life. From living a life that went from death to life. Constantly. Constantly. Yeah. Wow. Because that is the love that should be reflected out of each and every one of us. I do believe that there is a greater wave of God's glory coming, by the way. I believe that there is a greater wave of God's glory, and it's coming here, like on earth, through his bride. And how many of you are hungry for that? How many of you want to be prepared for that? Like we, what, what I've been doing is trying to prepare our church for this increase. Thank you. I just preparing this church for, for that greater wave of glory, because you're not going to be left behind church. There is just two. God is so good and he's pouring out. He's pouring out. He wants to pour out his spectacular presence here on earth. Oh, do I ever believe that? And that's why I'm like, Lord, if you've given me this body of people to steward and to usher in and to, to move along, right? Then I, everything within me, I'm going to do everything that I can to get us moving in the right direction, in the same direction, continuingly to say, okay, come on, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Because that's, that's a responsibility that I believe I have from the Lord. Now, all of us have a responsibility to, to respond to that and say, I want in. And I'm going to do the practical steps. So that I make sure that I am in. Amen. 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 Yes. Hallelujah. Isaiah 42, 8. God says, I will not share my glory with another. Amen. Isaiah 42, 8. He says, I am the Lord. That is my name. And my glory I will not give to another. Nor my praise to carved images. There is one thing that I've already alluded to. And I'm going to say it again, though. When you start seeing more of God's glory and God's presence manifesting through your life, make sure you always give God all honor and all glory. I am the Lord. That is my name. And my glory I will not give to another, nor my praise to carved images. Can God trust you with more? Can he trust you with more? Are you going to not, not... Even within, like even within, he, he's looking for you. He's looking for people that even internally are not going to have, oh, see what I did? I'm so good. Wow, I'm really moving in this now. He's looking for people that their hearts are genuinely surrendered. There's no, there cannot be any pride. There cannot be any, look at me. Do you see me now? Do you see me now? Oh my gosh. Like when you hear that kind of talk, it actually should bring you, like you should grieve you. It should grieve you. It grieves me. So what I'm saying is that true love of God, is the, the true love of God in us is actually a real, a laid down life. That, that if it wasn't for God to go, go, I want you to do this, you'd rather let someone else do it. You'd rather be like, ah, okay, God. Because, you know, does this make sense? Yes. Yeah, we're going to give God all the glory. And, and I don't mean just lip service. I mean internally. Yes. Internally. Yes. And so, you know, if you feel like, yeah, but 
I do struggle with pride a little bit. I do think I can do a lot. I, I'm working on that. Then work on it. Ask God to get rid of it. Repent and ask God to bring you into a place where your heart is truly humble and truly surrendered and truly dependent upon him. We must be dependent upon him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So in closing, let the Father glorify Jesus through you today. Let the Father. His love will take you into the sphere of angels. That's where we are. That's when we worship. Where are we? Do you know that we are actually in the sphere of angels? And the sphere of angels are actually here with us? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Into what, let Jesus be glorified through you and he will take you into unseen places in the natural carried along by a love that this world knows not of. This world doesn't know this type of love. And that's okay. We pray for them and we will pray for those God brings to us. But your life will speak when you actually just live this out. It will be very clear that you're different without a word. Because the love of God will compel you. The love of God will compel you. The love of God. Say, Father, compel me with your love. Yeah, just compel me with your love. Just lift up your hands right now. Father, let your love compel us. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, break our hearts for the things that break your heart. Break our hearts, oh God, for the things that break your heart. That's what we want. We want more. All of you and none of us, God. All of you and none of us, God. Yes, Lord. Yes, whatever we need to let go of, whatever, whatever in our mind, and our heart that we need to let go of, we do so willingly right now. Right now. Any fear, any concern, anything, anything at all. Lord God, Lord, let your love sustain, let your love satisfy, and let your love saturate through and through. Through and through, oh God. It's not enough, Lord God, that you sustain us. It's not enough, Lord God, that you satisfy us. But saturate us. Because when we're saturated, then we're spilling out to others. When a sponge is saturated, it can't hold anymore without dripping out. It's saturated. So when we're saturated... Lord, saturate us. God, saturate us in your love. God, saturate. Make us, Lord God, conduits of your Holy Spirit that we would so give out what you have put in that, oh my gosh, Lord, and even when it makes no sense to other people and even when it's not really correct or right or even right or just, it doesn't matter because the love of God in us compels us to walk in the love of God for other people. And so therefore, it is supernatural. It is not natural. What I'm talking about is not natural, but is possible for us now, today. Not just when we get to heaven. Now, today, today, the true pride, the true church. This is where joy is. God's joy, true joy, everlasting joy. This is where true peace is, God's peace, everlasting peace. This is where God's vision, this is where his provision, this is where all of it is, right here in what I'm talking about. Can't do it on our own. We can't make this happen. All we do is surrender. All we do is say, God, Honestly, I just want you to take, remove the things that are hindering true love. I want you to just remove things that I may be unaware of. You might even be unaware of some things. But Lord, they're blocking. They're blocking me from really walking 
as your bride, pure and spotless. And I don't want that, Lord. I want to be your glorious bride here on earth that's going to walk in kingdom dynamics with everything you have already said, your glory flowing, so that I will truly give you glory. All glory unto you, Father God. The Bible says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain in Philippians 1.21. So for us to live is Christ and to die is gain, right? Amen. Whatever you speak, let it be just as the Father has told you. And that's John 12.50. Whatever you speak, let it be just as the Father has told you. Because look at what this verse is saying here. Jesus saying, I know that his commandment is everlasting. Therefore, whatever I speak, just as the Father has told me, so I speak. And we should do no different. So, Father, we thank you for your word today. And we thank you, Lord God, that a kernel of wheat must, must fall to the ground before it bears much fruit. So, Lord, then do that unto us. Because, Father God, as that kernel of wheat falls to the ground, and it would, seem, it would seem and it would appear like it's dead. A seed appears and seems like it's dead. We know it's not, but it would look like that. But yet, it's only in dying that we live. It's only in dying that we gain. And so therefore, let our lives, Father, be like that kernel of wheat that have fallen to the ground and looks like it died because it really has in the flesh. But therefore, many seeds can be produced to life. Let many seeds be produced out of your life. Let your life, let your walk produce many seeds, many people, gifts, callings, talents. Everywhere you go, there should be life being produced out of the wellsprings that God has placed in you. There shall be many fountains that flow out of you. You will be God's tangible presence, giving him glory, God's power flowing through you. I'm going to ask you to all stand right now. Father, I thank you for the word that you brought this evening. It is for the church. It's for the mature church. It's for the bride that's ready to hear the truth, that's ready to walk in more. Teach us to die so that we walk in more. Teach us to live fully surrendered upon you, completely let go of the things that would get us in the flesh, upset, whatever it might be. And in teach us. Teach us to walk fully. Fully in love. Walking in love. The love of God. It's not selfish. It's not self-seeking. It doesn't keep a list of wrongs. Fully in love. Tenderize our hearts, O oh God. Tenderize our hearts, O oh God. Show us. Yeah. Just let them. Just let them come upon you, Jen. Just let them come upon you, Jennifer. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you. Just one more minute. Just one more minute. Just say, Holy Spirit, come. Yes, I want to walk. I want to see. I want to see people. You want to see people get healed. You want to see people. You want to see life coming forth from what seemed dead. Then, Lord, strip everything that hinders love. Strip it away. 
everything that hinders love. And let us remember this prayer the first time something happens that's out of your control that you go, oh, you have no idea how much warfare I'm in. Oh, you have no idea. You have no idea how much warfare is happening. You have no idea. Well, remember this moment in time right now and say, but God, I love you and I trust you. Doesn't mean you don't take authority against the demonic realm, but you don't let it steal your peace. Hallelujah. We give you the glory and the praise, Abba. We give you the glory and the praise, Abba. Yes, Lord, all of you, none of us do what only you can do. In Jesus' name, for we shall see that greater glory and we shall be a part of it. Amen? Amen. All right. Amen. Amen. You may be seated and Phil's going to come on up and do the tithes and offerings for us tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs>